0: Section 19. Mars and its Canals by Percival Lowell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to volunteer, please go to LibriVox.org. This reading is by Philip Aldred, Nottingham, UK. Mars and its Canals by Percival Lowell, section 19, The Double Canals, parts 1 and 2. Rightly viewed, no more subtle tribute could be paid to the remarkable character of the phenomenon of gemination than the scepticism with which it was immediately received, and which it still continues to elicit that the sight should be regarded as illusory, speaks for its surpassing strangeness, and so far as oddity goes, the encomium is certainly deserved. Of the bizarre features of this curiously marked disc, the double canals were at the time of their discovery the culmination, and though things stranger still, if possible, have since been seen there, it is not wonderful that doubt should still incredulously stare. Even in narration the thing justifies its effect, for a double canal consists of a pair of twin dark filaments, perfectly parallel throughout their course, and enclosing between them ground of the same ochreish cast as that which lies without Only on occasion is this tint of their midway departed from, and then only towards a darkening, never towards a lightening of it. Except for appearing paired, the lines resemble precisely the usual singled canals. In length they vary from a few hundred to a few thousand miles, while in width each component for narrowness, hardly permits of definite description. compared for strength with the usual canal the lines of a double seem to hold on the average an intermediate position between the larger and the smaller of the single canals so far detected owing however to the mass defect of the pair by reason of their closeness they have an advantage in showing over the singles of two to one and this renders them amongst the most conspicuous and important meshes of the canal network like the single canals they vary in strength with the martian time of year at certain seasons developing into heavy pencil lines and at others Fading away to the merest gossamers only just discernible like cobwebs stretched across the face of the planet. Although the individual constituent lines vary in aspect and never rise at their most cognizable breadth, the distance parting their centres or the width of the double is quite measurable. The only difficulty in the way of determination lies in the absence of a procurable unit small enough to meet it. The usual spider-thread of the micrometer are colossal in comparison with these filaments, and present a standard only analogic at best. Nevertheless, by means of the finest threads that could be got, estimates of the distance between the pairs were made at Flagstaff in 1905, and the results agree as closely as the means permit with those got by measurements of the doubles, as depicted in the drawings. Of what they look like, the following illustrations give a fair idea, only that instead of being more geometrically regular in the drawing than in reality, the fact is the other way. Freehand draughtsmanship at the telescope is incapable of rendering their ruled effect. No railway metal could be laid down with more precision. As to their size, the following figures derived from a typical double canal, the physon, give some conception. This great artery of intercommunication between the serbeus sinus and the nilo is, roughly speaking, 2,250 miles long. The distance between the centres of the two constituents is about 130 miles, and each line is perhaps 20 miles in breadth, when at its maximum strength. The pair follow, apparently, the arc of a great circle. From the Portus Segeus, on the Mare Icarium to the Ceboas Lucas in latitude forty degrees north, the Portus Segeus consists of two little nicks in the coastline, looking like the carets one makes in checking off items down a list if the space between the down and the upstrokes were filled in the Ceboas Lucas, on the other hand, is a large round dot like a small ink-spot. To these two differently-appearing spots, the twin lines of the Faison behave differently. While each line leaves centrally its own caret of the Portus Segeus at the south, at the north each touches peripherally the Sebous Lucas, on the east and west sides respectively, the two thus just holding the Lucas between them. In position the lines are invariable, though in visibility not. Sometimes only one is seen, sometimes both show faintly, and sometimes both are conspicuously strong. The delicacy of the observations by which this detail was established is second only to its importance. It destroys at a stroke all possibility of diplopic. At the same time, it opens vistas into the true construction of the things themselves, at present more suggestive than satisfactory. In the great circle character of its course, the physon is quite normal. The majority of the double canals pursue the like method, running straight over the surface, from one point to another the constituents remaining equidistant throughout but such forthrightness of direction though the rule is not without exceptions the thos nepentes for example sweeps round in a seemingly continuous curve to the west southwest from the aqua calidi to the lucus moeris like some mighty bow perpetually bent. Nevertheless, its lines are no less careful for all their curving to keep their distance from one end to the other of their course. The quality of being paired rises superior to change of direction. Part 2 Now the first point to be noticed about the doubles is that bilateralism, or the quality of being double is not a universal trait of the canals, either actually or potentially. It is not even a general one. Out of the four hundred canals seen at Flagstaff, only fifty one have at any time displayed the quality, that is, one eighth roughly of the whole number observed. This point is most important for the fact is of itself enough to disprove any optical origin for the phenomenon. The characteristic of doubling, so confidently ascribed by those who have not seen it to general optical or ocular principles, proves thus the exception, not the rule, with canals, and by so doing disowns the applicability of any merely optical solution. We shall encounter many more equally prohibitive bars to illusory explanation before we have done with the doubles, but it is interesting to meet one in this manner at the very threshold of the subject. On the other hand, the characteristic, when possessed, is persistent in the particular canal, in posse, if not in esse. Once shown by a canal, that canal may confidently be looked to at a proper time to disclose it again. In short, bilateralism, or the state of being dual, is an inherent attribute of the individual canal, as idiosyncratic to it as position and size. The catalogue of canals possessing this property, so far as they have been detected at Flagstaff to date, number 51, if we include in the list like the niloceras 1 and 2. Eight of these were observed in 1894. Nineteen more were added in 1896, making 27. In 1901, the total was raised to 30, and in 1903 to 48, and in 1905, Two fifty one arranged by years, they are tabulated below, where the numeral to the left registers for each its first recording and the position held by it in the list. The starred canals much exceed the others in width and possibly denote a different phenomenon. date eighteen ninety four one Ganges, two Nectar, three Euphrates, four Nilokeras one and two Star, five Phison, six Aesopus, seven Jamuna, eight Typhon. Date eighteen ninety six to seven Ganges confused Typhon. Euphrates confused, Avernus S, Phison, nine Lethes, Jamuna, ten Dis S, eleven Titan, twelve Laestigon, thirteen Tartarus, fourteen Cositus, fifteen Sitacus, sixteen Amenthes, 17 Adamas, 18 Cerberus N, 19 Cerberus S, 20 Cyclops, 21 Gelbes, 22 Erebus, 23 Avernus N, 24 Gigas, 25 Alanda, 26 Gihon, 27 Hidakel. Date 1900-1901. to 1901. Phison, confused Dis-S. Euphrates, confused Boreas. Hidakel, confused Cerberus-S. Amenthes, confused Jamuna. Cerberus-N, confused Pyramus. Cyclops, Confused Lestrigon, Ganges, 28 Deuterilinus, Sittacus, Adamas, 29 Jihun, Gihon, 30 Is, date 1903, Jihun, Confused Typhon, Hidekel, confused Orontes, Phison, Euphrates, 31 Protonilus, Gihon, 32 Marcius, Amenthes, Laistrigon, Cyclops, Gigas, Niloceras, 1 and 2 star, Ganges, Deuteralinus, 33 Perius, Thirty four Calliroi, Jamuna Sitacus, thirty five Astabas S, thirty six Na thirty seven Chaos, thirty eight Aethiops, thirty nine Hiblaus, forty Eunostos, forty one Thoth, forty two Nepenthes, forty three, Triton, forty four, Pyramus, forty five, Freetum Anion, forty six, Vexillum, Lethes, Cerberus S, forty seven, Nilocheras One, Cerberus N, forty eight, Tithonius, date nineteen o five. Niloceras, confused Ganges, Hidakel, confused, Jehuan, Citicus, Phison, Euphrates, Amenthes, Vexillum, Astabrus s, Adamas, Cyclops, serperus s, Cerberus n, Tartarus. 49, Propontis Star, Gigas, Gihon, Nepenthes, Thoth, Laestrigon, Polyphemus, Lyestrigon, 50, Polyphemus, Deutralinus, Triton, Eunostos, Tythonius, Caliroe, Pyramus, Na, Protonilus, 51, Naumalka. In spite of possessing the property of pairing, a canal may not always exhibit it. To the production of the phenomenon, the proper time is as essential as the property itself. So far as the primary scanning, or first approximation, is capable of revealing, a canal will be single at one Martian season, and double at another. Thus these canals alternated in their state to Schiaparelli, and for the earlier of his own observed oppositions to the writer. In consequence, Schiaparelli deemed gemination a process which the canal periodically underwent. Three stages in the development were to him distinguishable the single aspect, a short confused aspect, and the clearly dual one. In the single state, the canal remained most of the time. It then underwent a chrysalid stage of confusion to emerge of a sudden into a perfect pair. Furthermore, he noted the times at which the pairing took place, to the formulating of a law in the case, derived from the observations of more than one opposition. His law was that the gemination occurred, on the average, three months months, after the summer solstice of the northern hemisphere, lasted four to five months, and then faded out to begin afresh one month after the vernal equinox of the same hemisphere, and continued for four months more. Expressed in Martian seasonal chronology, the periods would be about half as long. At certain times, then, the most pronounced specimens of doubles showed obstinately single, while the periodic metamorphosis that transformed them into duplicates was timed to the change of the planet's year. Gemination, then, was a seasonal phenomenon. Advance in our knowledge of the phenomenon since Schiaparelli's time, while still showing the thing to be of seasonal habit, has changed our conception of it. It now appears that in some cases certainly, and possibly in all, the dual aspect is not a temporary condition, but the differing pronouncement of a permanent state the fact of gemination, so-called, being confined to the filling out of what is always skeletonly there. As the canals have come to be better seen, the three stages of existence have in some cases become recognisable as only different degrees of a discernment of essential double condition the single appearance being due to the relative feebleness of one of the constituents, and the confused showing to the weakness of both, which are then the more easily blurred by the air-waves. In certain canals, the last few oppositions, 1901, 1903, 1905, have disclosed this unmistakably to be the case, as with Fison and euphrates for example with them the double character has been continuously visible appearing not only when by schiaparelli's law it should but at the times when it should not only on these latter occasions it was harder to see whence the reason it was previously missed so that further scrutiny while in no sense discrediting the earlier observations has extended to them some modification, and disclosed the underlying truth to be the varying visibility, the thing itself, except for strength in part or whole persisting the same. Improvement in definition has lowered the sea level, to revelation of continuous presence of the dual state. It is only on occasion that the improvement is sufficiently for the thing, when at its feeblest, to loom thus above the horizon of certainty. Yet at such moments of a rise in the seeing, it is enough to allow it to be glimpsed. Thus it fared with the Adamus at the opposition of 1903, with the Gilgas, and with many others in years gone by. Separation has come with training, and generally in the case of the wider doubles, which lead one to infer that ease of resolution is largely responsible for assurance of the permanency of the dual state. Complexing exceptions, however, remain, so that it is possible at present only to predicate the principle of most of the double canals, but not of all. Leaving the exceptions out of account for the moment, we pass to those general characteristics which are intimately linked with what has just been said. Inasmuch as the act of getting into a state antedates the fact of it being there, it is logical to let the description of the first proceed. An account of the process of gemination may thus suitably come before that of its result. Flux affecting the double canals in whole or part is the cause of the apparent gemination. According as the flux is partitive or total, is a single or a dual state produced. At the depths of its inconspicuousness, the canal may cease to be visible at all. This occurs when both lines fade out. On the other hand. The one line may outfade the other, and we are presented with a seemingly single canal, at this its minimum showing. In such seasons of debility the one line may appear and the other not, or occasionally the other show and the one not, according to the air-waves of the moment. It is at these times that the double simulates a single canal and unless well seen and carefully watched might easily masquerade successfully as such the hidical in the depths of its dead season is peculiarly given to this alternately partitive presentation as the flux comes on one or both lines feel it if one only we are likely to have a confused canal if both a difficult double the strength of the lines increases until, at last, both attain their maximum, and the canal stands revealed an unmistakable pair, the two lines paralleling one another in appearance as in position. At the canal's maximum and minimum, the equality of its two constituents is chiefly to be remarked, though it occurs on other occasions as well. But what is significant when the two differ, it is always the same one that outdoes its fellow. It may be that the right hand twin in one pair, the left hand one in another, but whichever it be, for the particular canal its preeminence is invariable. It is this canal which, except for adventitious help or hindrance from the airwaves, alone shows when the double assumes the seemingly single state. We may therefore call it the original canal, the other being dubbed the duplicate. In some cases it has been possible to decide which it is. It might seem at first sight as if this point should always be ascertainable, but the determination is more dilemmic than appears, not from any difficulty in seeing the canal, but from the absence of distinguishing earmark at its end in a long stretch of commonplace coast the precise point of embouchure of a solitary canal cannot be so certainly fixed as to be decisive later between the two which show close together in the same locality it is only where some landmark points the canal's terminal that the problem admits of definite solution this tell-tale tag may be a bay like the Margaritifer sinus, or double gulfs like the Sebaeus sinus, or portions of a marking not too large to permit of partitive location, like the Mare acidallium, or a canal connection like the Takase, which prolongs the one line and not the other. In these and similar instances, the two lines become capable of identification, and in such manner have been found those comprised in the following list Double Canal Phison, original line the Eastern, date of ascertainment 1894, Double Canal Euphrates, original line the Western, date of ascertainment. 1894. Double Canal Titan, original line the Western date of ascertainment 1896. Double Canal Hidekel, original line the Eastern, date of ascertainment 1896. Double Canal Gihon, original line the Western Date of ascertainment eighteen ninety six Double Canal Gigas Original Line the Northwestern Date of Ascertainment eighteen ninety six Double Canal Jihun Original Line The Western Date of Ascertainment nineteen oh one Double Canal Leistrigon Original Line the Eastern date of ascertainment 1903. Double canal Nelokeras 1 and 2, original line the northern, date of ascertainment 1903. Double canal Astaboras, original line the southern, date of ascertainment 1903. Double canal Jamuna, original line the Eastern, date of ascertainment 1905, double canal Ganges, original line the Western, date of ascertainment 1905. In this list of originals, the canals stand chronologically marshalled according to the date of detection. The Fison and Euphrates were the first to permit of intertwin identification. In 1894, while the Jamuna and Ganges were the last to be added to the column in 1905. The list is not long, though the time taken to compile it was. In the case of the Ganges and Jamuna, for example, although suspected for some time on theoretical grounds, it was only at the opposition just passed that the fact was observationally established. In his Memoria V, Schiaparelli has a list of similar detection, and if the present list be compared with his, the two having been independently made, the concordance of the result will prove striking, corroborative as it is of both, for the necessary observations are very difficult. Having thus realised the original by means of its superior showing, and then identified it by its position, it is suggestive to discover that the duplicate betrays its subordinate character, not only by its relative insignificance, but by its secondary position as well. The original always takes its departure from some well-marked bay, seemingly designed by nature as a departure point, or from a caret belonging clearly to itself, The adjunct, on the other hand, leaves from some neighbouring undistinguished spot, as in the case of the additional jihun, or makes use of its neighbour's caret, as in the case of the second fison, and the supplementary euphrates. In either case, it plays something of the part of an afterthought, and yet the postscript, when finished, reads as an integral part of the letter. An example will serve to make the connection evident, while leaving the character of the connection as cryptic as ever. In the long stretch of aerial coastline bounding the Mare Icarium, which sweeps with the curve of a 4 beach from the Harmonis Cornu to the tip of the Eden Promontory, there stand halfway down its far-away-seeming seafront two little nicks or indentations even in poor seeing they serve to darken this part of the coast while in good definition they come out as miniature carrot-like bays they are the portus segei and mark the spots where the phison and the euphrates respectively leave the coast about four degrees apart the eastern makes embouchure to the original Phison, the western to the original Euphrates, and each in some mysterious manner is associated not only in position but in action with the canal itself. In the single state each canal leaves the Mare from its own caret, the Phison proceeding thence northeast towards the disk the Euphrates nearly due north, so that starting four degrees apart at the south, they are forty degrees asunder at their northern termini. Clearly at these latter points they are not even neighbours, and except for the accident of close approach at their other ends have nothing in common anywhere, and yet when gemination takes place a curious thing occurs, each burrows its neighbour's terminal, as a departure point for its own duplicate canal. Having thus got its base, the replica proceeds to parallel its own original canal, without the least reference to the other canal, whose own caret it has so cuckoo-wise appropriated. What the Fison does to the Euphrates, the Euphrates returns the compliment by doing to the fisson. In this manner is produced an interrelation which suggests, without necessarily being, an original community of interest, suggests it on its face, and yet appears to be rather of the nature of an adaptation to subsequent purposes of something originally there. That such latter-day appropriation is the fact is clearly hinted by the behaviour of another understudy of an original canal, in this case the duplicate of the Jihun, which, in consequence of the position of the original, finds no neighbouring embouchure already convenient to its use. The single or original jihun leaves the tip of a needle-pointed margaritifer sinus, which serves a like end to the oxus and the indus, both single canals. The sinus is itself a single bay, and so large that for many degrees its shores on both sides converge smoothly to their sharp apex because of this probably the coast in the immediate neighbourhood is without canal connection no canal being known along either side till one reaches the Hydrotes at the aromaticum promontorium which marks the western limit of the gulf the consequence is that when the jehun doubles the duplicate canal not having any terminus ready to hand has to make one for itself by simply running into the margaritifer sinus some distance up its eastern side it thus advertises its adjunctival character and at the same time the general fact that a neighbour's terminus though used from preference when convenient is not an essential in the process gemination occurs of its own initiative but is conditioned by convenience. Whether one canal shows thus to the exclusion of the other, or whether both stand so confused as not to be told apart, the fact remains that the double is not always recognisable as such. If we turn to the list of doubles on page two to two, we shall note that the same canals were not always seen in the dual condition At successive oppositions. Some, indeed, are so emphatically of the habit as to appear year after year in a paired state, but others are not so constant in their possibilities. Now, when it is remembered that at different oppositions we view Mars at diverse seasons of its tropical year, we see that this means that the phenomenon is seasonal, and furthermore that the exhibition depends upon the canal's position. Gemination, like the showing or non showing of a single canal, is conditioned by the place of the canal upon the planet. End of section nineteen